right, welcome back to Cage Side. Uh, coming off a, of a pretty pretty good uh, UFC pay-per-view event, UFC 258, Usman versus Burns. But today, I have Christian Bobby. Yep. The name, man. You're, you're killing <laughs> me with the name just because it sounds like Bob in my head. When yeah. I read it, I want to say Bob. People but, have which, been that's calling me everything my whole life. Yeah. Bob, Booby, Booby. <laughs> I've been wrestling for a while, so <laughs> right, the right, tournaments... Right. They'll say like anything on announcing. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Bobby. You yeah. Know, but well, it's a unique last name, but I think once we got it, yeah. it'll stick in, yeah, in the brain. For sure. Well, thanks for coming in, man. I Thank appreciate you, man. it. Thank you for having me it's on. Great to appreciate have you. It. Yep. Yeah. So, you so you come from like a, a, a local couple teams of, of of you know fighting fighting gyms that um, where your face is constantly on Instagram yeah. because everybody post each other stuff yeah. and everybody's very kind of celebratory towards like everybody's success. But it seems like everybody has this kind of respect for you and who you're going to become as a fighter. Yeah, which is pretty cool and pretty exciting. How do you? How's that? I mean, yeah, I, I, it's, I think it's really because I work hard. I, I really put in the work, and, I, and that's just one thing that everybody says that is a bit different about me. You know, I don't, I don't have a separate job. Like, I don't have a part-time job making money. Uh, I'm an amateur, and I'm in the gym training like a UFC fighter, like Sean Brady. Yeah. he's in there three times a day. I'm in there three times a day, and I think that really is what sets it up, like sets me apart from most. But I, man, I pre, I love the love. Like it makes me feel, it makes me feel great. And it, 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 what's the word? It, it, it just shows it, and it, it kind of boosts me a bit. Like you know, this is a hard sport, and and when you're getting love it like this at a, as an amateur, it it makes me feel like you know I, I can really do this and and be in it for a long run. So it's a type of sport that you can't really take lightly, right? Like no. I mean, you can, but it shows yeah, in the in the hurt. in yeah. the career that you end up yeah. having. Um, so what's so give me kind of take me back a little bit. I know you used to be a uh, wrestler or jujitsu. Yeah, wrestler, wrestler. wrestler. So okay. I actually wanted to get into this. I was thinking of this on the way here. Uh, it's deeper than just the wrestling. That's that was my entry into martial arts. But you know, it all starts really. My my dad, my grandpa, my uncle are really really big boxing fans. Okay. And they've been since probably I was since before I was born. I remember them telling me stories about them watching fights when they were kids with their dad. Um, but that's really and where they're Puerto Rican, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's in the blood. Yeah, that Trinidad is yes. actually my dad's favorite fighter. But well, um, tell them that, that that's the shirt that I wore for every fight. Oh yeah, I'll tell them. And I'll probably watch. Yeah, well, probably and and so you know, I, that's like the one fighter. I don't mean to cut you off. No, you're that's good, the one fighter that like, growing up, I was not obsessed with, but maybe Same obsessed with. My dad. Same but with like, it, when that guy won, then I could like sleep tight for like the next yeah. couple months until yeah. the next fight. It was like it's it was such a big deal in Puerto Rico. I was I was already here. Um, when that happened, but anyway, so yeah, it's boxing's in the Puerto Rican blood, yeah, so yeah, I'm sure they, they rode you but, hard, yeah, about it. so yeah, exactly. That, yeah, that's yeah. what I was next thing I was gonna say. So, I remember being young, this was before I before I wrestled, before I did anything, they would always always beg me to box, always like, yo, get into the gym, get into a boxing gym. And I, I never really wanted to, I, I wanted to play football, I played every sport when I was younger, I, that but back then it was football that I really okay. I wanted to go to the NFL, but I played baseball, um, football mostly, and then I started wrestling, which was my entry into martial arts. Mm -hmm wrestled um i don't really remember how long i think i started in fifth grade i started wrestling okay um wrestled all throughout middle school high school then i started doing college a little bit uh but college was not for me at all okay. i could not stand college um college itself or just the school i didn't college. like high school either like just the school work and stuff it was, i'm not a school guy yeah um, i really wanted to just go to college just to wrestle but right right when i graduated right uh, like around that time I met this guy, Dom DeMarco, at, I was wrestling at Camden County a little bit, and he told me about webs, which is, that's how I found out about webs, but also around that time, I met this kid, Christian Cardo, who is a boxer from, he fights out of Philly, he's 17 and 1, um, okay. me and him got really, really close, like, he's one of my best friends now, 
but I think he was maybe like 13 and 0, 14 and 0 at the time. Okay. We started hanging out a lot. Um, was he going started, to school or something with you? How did, how did you meet him? Uh, I met him through my brother. My okay. brother, mutual friends. Okay. Um, yeah, so I met him. We started. I started going to his fights. We would hang out after the fights. Like he would knock somebody out, and I would. I'd go out to eat with him or something, or, and then everyone would know him. Everyone would see him come take right, pictures. So you start getting that. Yeah, like, that that's you... really when I was like, man, like I want this. Yeah. And I wanted to box. Like at that point, I was like, man, my dad always used to ask me to box. Maybe try boxing, but I was a wrestler. So then. That's when I found like I was like maybe I should try MMA, but I really boxing was what I wanted to do. Um, then I met that kid Dom DeMarco. He told me about webs. Then I went to webs, started doing jujitsu a mm-hmm. little bit. I didn't. I, at that point, I wanted to fight, but I didn't tell Jonathan that I wanted to fight. I was just kind of testing the waters because MMA is tough, and I was I didn't know if I could take a head kick or take an elbow or yeah, a knee yeah, to the yeah. face. The I knew force. I was tough because wrestling's a tough ass sport. Yeah. But I didn't know if I could you know boom take an elbow and yeah. split my face open. Um, but, but I, you know, I was training, I was putting in the work. Uh, and then I, I told Jonathan that I wanted to fight. Um, he brought me to Daniels. I remember the first day I went to Daniels was sparring, man. I was going with killers like Sadeco. I remember he fucked me up pretty bad. Uh, I don't remember who else I went, but that, that's when I kind of got hooked into it. How long had you been at web before you went there? Mm, maybe six months, okay. maybe around that. Maybe a little less than six months, honestly, because I was picking it up pretty fast. My jiu-jitsu was really good already just because I was a good wrestler. Um, And then at Webb's, you know, they have, like, the fight classes and stuff, but it's not a a fight gym. You know, his gym is a family gym. It's a jiu-jitsu. They have amazing jiu-jitsu there, but it's not like... It's not like a hard fight gym like how Daniels is or my other gym EEFC. They are they're like straight MMA like mm-hmm. and Daniel Gracie like it's, he's a Gracie, you know. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a legend in the sport. So then I just kind of took my that's where I do most of my training at now. Um at Daniels uh Jonathan's still my coach, Daniels my coach and then John Marquez which uh, you know you know about I, him. You know his last name. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, but they're my three coaches. That's where I do all my training. Enough. I know that was, we were talking about it. We went out to lunch. I was talking about it. I, it was, that was a great podcast. I was dying. That was so funny. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. So there's those three gyms yeah. that basically work together. Yeah. So there's even more than them. So there's Webs. There's um, Daniels. There's EEFC. Uh, Team Taino. Eddie Torres' Eddie, gym. Right. right. Um, there's and then there's that's a couple cool. other right. ones. Grindhouse. Um, you know NPR. There's just, it's just a but it's bunch. cool that you guys collaborate. Yeah, so it's like awesome. I boxed very little growing up, but I remember it was always like a gym thing. So like, yeah. but it was be more competitive between yeah. gyms. So like the boxer from that gym would come to your gym yeah, and then, all get out on the sparring session. dude, everybody's around the ring flipping out, trying to see which gym has the toughest fighters. Yeah. Not the same thing in MMA, it seems. I mean, we definitely have our rival gyms, but like that's, that's the difference about like our, like our five or six gyms. Like it's everyone trains together already and like for example, Team Taino, Eddie's gym, he was training with Jonathan, and then he has his own gym, and Jonathan was training with Daniel. Daniel has his own gym. So it's like they all have their own gyms, but it's like one big thing. That's what's a little different. Like we still have our rival gyms like yeah. that we don't we don't associate with because like we're going to be fighting their guys. But but we have our like small core group that... That is kind of like a, yeah. a, a family yeah. of sorts. Um, so you're, so you're, you said you're amateur. Yes. Consider still. Yep. Uh, so what's the next... Where so, are you at now? And kind of what's the next? So deal? I'm fighting March 11th mm-hmm. um, for CFFC. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be the last amateur one. I may do one more. I really want their amateur title. That's like what the last step I want until I turn pro. Before I even started fighting, my goal was to be five and zero with two amateur titles. 
I'm four and one now. I got one amateur title. So I would like to take theirs and then turn pro. My my teammate had it last, Will Tucker. He was mm -hmm. the last one with that amateur title. So I'd like to keep it on the team. And then and I would like to get this finished on March 11th. That's the really big thing for me. I want to go in there, finish this guy, and then I would like to take that momentum turn pro. Uh, what's his deal? What's what He's a wrestler. Um, he's undefeated, 3-0. Okay. He's a tough guy. He's from, like, out in PA somewhere. I'm not really sure where he's from. Um but just a wrestler he's not very much he's not very dangerous on his feet you know it's a fight so everybody's kind yeah, of dangerous but yeah, yeah. i'm confident that i can go in there and and finish him on the feet i've been i've been doing so much so much striking so much just mma in general like like three times a day i've been doing it yeah. two sessions and then a pad session with my coach um lots of privates and then i'm around just just killers and i'm watching them doing stuff yeah. and my striking is it's getting good you know i i'm my striking is, it's getting to the point where like I feel com more comfortable striking than I do grappling because I, wow. I, I, I don't want to be like a grappler. You know, I want to go in there and I want to get exciting finishes. That's how you build a name in this sport, you know, so that's yeah. really what I would like to. I would like so to. What, um, where do you get the motivation, man, to, be, to, to work that hard? It's not common. I mean, you're a young guy. Obviously, a lot of other people are fucking around. Yeah. You, what makes you want to focus more on the gym than anything else? I mean, I just, I want to be, I want to be great in this sport, you know, I don't, I don't really, I can't see myself doing anything else, like, I can't see myself working a job, I can't see myself, um, even, like, owning, like, a business or anything, like, I want to be a fighter, like, I want to be a world champ, too, um, that's, that's my motivation in itself, you know, like, I, I want to be a great in this sport, I want to be one of the, one of the best in this sport, a world champ, multiple time world champ, I want to win a CFFC world title, I want to go to the UFC, I want to win their belt. I mean, it seems unrealistic now because I'm an amateur and anybody out there that thinks it's like crazy or dumb, your opinion does not matter to me. You know, like I believe, I, I believe 110% of myself. That's another thing that really, that sets me apart. I'm so confident in myself and it's because I work hard as fuck. You know, I, yeah. I, I don't slack around. Ask anybody in the gym. I'm, besides like Sean Brady, like Pat Sabatini and like maybe a few other guys. I train. I, I'm one of the hardest working yeah. guys. On that's the a good company to be in. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, but that—that's really. Oh, let me get back. Here. No, you're good. You're that's good. really what. Um, that's what it really is for me. You know, I just want to be great. Have you ever had any moments where you kind of want to slack off a little bit? Yeah, it, it happens every day. You know, especially training in this sport, it's hard as hell. You know, some sessions. You know, I'm getting my ass beat for five rounds with just killers like Pat, who's fighting Saturday in the UFC, UFC with Eddie dude. Torres, with uh, Will Tucker, James Lyons. These are, you guys, you maybe not even know these guys, but these are guys in our gym that are elite, elite, elite yeah, fighters. Yeah. And they kick my ass. So yeah, there's days that I don't want to do it at all. There's days that I wake up and I'm like, man, like I just want to go back to sleep. But everybody knows you can't do that. Everybody knows that. What's, so what's that inner talk? So when you wake up and you, you're like, Ugh. I don't know if I want to get my ass kicked again today. It's not. I don't give. I don't really give myself that choice. You know, even if I think that I'm still gonna get the fuck up and go, and even if I don't, if I did, if I did slack off and I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna lay in bed today. I'm gonna get a call at 10 o'clock when it's time to train from my coach John, and he's gonna say, where the fuck are you at? And if I'm not there, it's gonna be a problem, and it's gonna be a big problem, and he's gonna make me pay for it when I get to the right, gym the next day. Right. So it's That's, just. So they believe in you. Obviously, yeah, they wouldn't yeah, care yeah. if you were just. 100. That's that's the that's the beauty of my my team. Like our coaches are, we're we're not like it's not a coach fighter relationship, which you hear all the time from these guys like Usman and like Gaethje, uh, like with the relationship that they have with their coaches. Yeah. And, and that's the relationship we have, like that I have with my coaches. You know, we're I'm tight with them. I talk to my coach three four times a day. On the, he'll call me after training. We'll talk about training. 
while he's outside smoking a cigar and then I'll go back to the gym. Like today, I'm going to go back to the gym five o'clock, do some pads with him, do another like his uh, striking class. Then he's going to call me again tonight and just, you know, shoot the shits with me. And same yeah. thing with my coach Daniel and same thing with Jonathan. It's not a fighter coach relationship. Right. It's a, it's like a, a family. So you guys have a bubble that yeah. you kind of yeah. all have the same passion yeah. and you share that passion. Yeah. There's a, there's a core group of us at the gym. There's a lot of guys that are coming into the gym now because our team is really starting to blow up. But there's a core group of us that, you know, we're always in the gym no matter what. We're always training no matter what. And we, we have that, that relationship outside of the gym, too. Like, we hang out, go fishing, go get food together, you know, watch the fights together, that type of shit. You got a passion for fishing, don't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, or at least during COVID? Uh, yeah. COVID is really when it blew up. And, you know, a couple of my teammates, Pat, uh, he's a big, big fisherman. Yeah. Um, Mike Gallagher, we were going, like, at, there was a point that during COVID, we would... Every Saturday we would spar and we'd head down to AC and fish for the whole day for like maybe like three months. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was good times. That's fun. Good times. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I took the kids fishing this this year for the same reason. It's mm -hmm. like you become like a outdoors man yeah. <laughs> when you're faced well, with I mean, COVID. What else are you gonna shit do? To do? You know, was, you yeah. gotta find something to get out the house. Yeah, we didn't catch anything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was it was rough for us <laughs> Dude, too, man. Was, we were in a drought for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so your dad and your uncle, everybody's still around. Yeah. And yeah. they're proud. Yeah, they, at first, man, at first, which, you know, being a fighter, it's like, at first, the family's, like, really against it. You know, they all gave me problems. Not, not, I won't, I don't say, like, problems, but especially not my uncle. My uncle's, like, he, he supports me in everything I do. He's one of my biggest supporters that I have, my uncle. That's awesome. Um, but my, like, my, my dad, my mom, they all gave me, it was all tough at first, because, you know, they don't want to see your yeah. son. They want, you know, just to do something more comfortable, like, get a job or go to college or go yeah. to a union or something. Um, and at first, they we butted heads, but, you know, I didn't really care about their opinion. I just kept yeah. pushing, and um, I'm here. Well, if you did care enough to quit, then obviously I you went into it. I probably wouldn't be here. Yeah, yeah. If, I, if I cared, I probably wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not an easy career. No. It's definitely not easy on your body, right? So if you care about somebody, the, you being okay 100%, you know, without worrying, obviously, it's not yeah. an, easy, an easy thing. But they're proud in the sense of, like, they wanted you to box. Like, they're, they're into it. Yeah. Because MMA yeah. is different. Are they into MMA as well? Do they watch uh, MMA? They're into it more so now than ever because I'm fighting. But uh, at first, yeah, they didn't They didn't care too much. You know, my dad's, he's way more into boxing. And, yeah. But they all, they're starting to understand MMA because, you know, that's all I watch. That's I think my I family do. into MMA. It's like a couple yeah. years back. Like they, my Even my uncle still doesn't, he like, yeah. I'll get a takedown in a fight. He's like, why the fuck are you holding them down? Like, <laughs> like I'm winning the round here, you know? Oh, right, or right, like right, my right. dad, but right. my dad's starting to understand it. He's starting to understand it. So it, it's good. It's really a cool, you know. I got into it, I said it a million times before, but um, I got into it because boxing was kind of getting a little boring. Yeah. Um, and it, and even still, I don't know half of the shit that happens on the ground. Mm. But I can understand the beauty of and the skill that it takes to do a lot yeah. of this stuff, which is super admirable. Um, but my family, who I got into it a couple years back, like now that's all. Like we used to get together for all the big boxing fights. Yeah. Canelo's fighting, you know, whoever at, at that level. But now it's like we get together for MMA just nice. because it's yeah. so much more fun of a sport to yeah, it, you know what i mean it's been putting fights on every weekend you know so it's 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 like something to do and it's stacked cards mm -hmm. like this there's so much good stuff to watch um so i didn't know so explain to me the amateur cffc situation because i didn't know that that was so is that part of the same like the, the pro sh shows or how does yeah how does so it's there's their amateur is it's the same pretty much the same thing it's just an amateur fight i mean there's the amateur rules which right. is, they're different than the pros but they they treat the amateurs like it's a, it's within the same show yeah yeah so it's just on the prelims so you wouldn't even know the nah, difference really 
it's CFFC does a, and it's crazy the their production and the show that they have like you I only fought for them once I was at Park Casino and yeah. but I've I've been like I'm close with Rob I'm close with yeah. you know everybody there I was I've been in the back for multiple shows their production is like it's like UFC level it's it's crazy the even the lights when you're in the cage like man you feel like you're a star yeah. I, I remember in the locker room at Parks like when we got there, they have like this little digital thing, like right outside the locker room. It had our last names on it. Then you and it was just our team in the locker room. We had like couches, showers. It was, it was the crazy. real deal. Yeah, it's the real, the real deal. Yep. So that's so you know we we talked about how CFFC makes fighters comfortable with the UFC uh, at a pro level. So that's kind of I didn't even know that part. So like yeah. now you're talking if you're part of that show even as an amateur, dude, you're you're prepped. For yeah, the UFC. plus you're you're fighting on the cards with with the pros. Yeah. I remember that card. There was Sabatini was the main event. Um, Kyle Dawkins fought on the card. Yeah. The guys that are in the UFC now. So, but they're seeing you too. So yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. they, they don't have to hunt too far. No. They see the high you know caliber of fighters on those mm -hmm. shows all the way from amateur to the level where they can get the phone call last minute, yep. like Sabatini to to jump yep. into the UFC, which is awesome. Um, so those fights this weekend. Did you watch them? Yeah, of course I watched. What, I had to watch. What did you think? Um, the main event, I thought that's kind of what was going to happen. Um, okay. I watched it with my coach Daniel, who uh, kind of knows Burns because he's from Brazil and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he was saying that the first round, two rounds, Burns is going to be really explosive, and that's when he could finish the fight. If it got to the later rounds, then Usman's going to win because that's kind of how he wins the fights: his pressure and his cardio. But that is how I saw the fight going. I thought I thought that. I thought that Usman was going to get the finish. He's he's a dominant fighter. People sleep on him, but man, he he's he's good everywhere. You know, I, I let out a he's bit of a, of a huh, when when when, when Burns him. got him with a right. Yeah, shh, I, mean, I mean, I thought in them first two rounds it could have went either way. You know, yeah. whoever landed the bigger shower got that shot that connected and put him out. But I thought if it went into the later rounds, three, four, five, that Usman was going to win. Usman really is that good. You mm -hmm. know, I have said that he bores me a little bit. I stand, be I stand behind that because I don't mean it in a, you know, I, I give, I appreciate the effort that it takes to be a fighter. So it's not like they're a, a boring yeah. human being. It's just like any sport. Like yeah. some teams sometimes just bore you in a game. So in his case, you know, the way he looked against Burns was as good as anybody yeah. in, in a, you know, who's a striker. Yeah. And people also don't, he's, he can be boring, you know, but people don't understand like the, the caliber of people that he's fighting as well. Like, right. What what fight was what was one of his more boring fights against Masvidal? What people no. people were, when he was foot stomping him and shit. But when yeah. you're fighting Jorge Masvidal, he's a he's a dangerous dangerous yeah. fighter. Like he'll shut your lights out any second. So people people even if you've never been in a cage, you don't understand. Like when you're in that cage and you're standing in front of somebody that can shut your lights off just like that, you don't want to be like in the danger zone like the entire time. And in that situation, he he, he did. I feel like he had did what he had to do. Um, but he can be a boring fighter. Uh, I'm a martial, like, I'm a, just a fan of martial arts, so yeah. I enjoy it no matter what. Yeah. Um, I think, and it's really not that they're not doing the work, you know, yeah. uh, it's as a viewer, it can feel boring because it feels safe. Yeah. And we don't watch fights to see anybody play it safe. Yeah. You know, that's very true. Not that you want to see anybody get hurt or that you want just blood. But you want somebody who's pushing the yeah. pace. You want somebody who's putting Don't it out on the finish. line. Yep. The reason the Trinidad's were so is because when the guy was hurt, he was just dying mm -hmm. to run from the corner and jump on the guy. Yeah. So when you know when people play it safe, and you know the the whole foot stump thing is something yeah, that's that criticized a lot. Sucked. I think I was falling asleep. There's a couple fight. of those that you're like, oh, did I stay up I for mean, this? It's it's boring to watch as a fan, but 
I understand. I understand. Of course, it, you know? of I course. understand it. Well, then he does fights like these, and then you're or like, or the Colby Covington the f- fight. After that fight, you can't really talk that about was the guy insane. anymore. That was nope. probably one of the best fights I've ever. Never watched. once try to take him down. No, yeah. they were just slugging it out the whole time. Yeah, it was a great fight. Anything else stick out that from the from those from that them cards? That card? um, who else fought? Um, Macy Barber Macy fought Barber. Grasso. That was a good fight. I, I feel like people that also didn't give Grasso her respect. She she's a very like good Grasso. fighter, and she you know she went in there and got the finish. She looked sharp as hell with her striking. And she, I, I picked Grasso. I think Rob Hadek didn't pick Grasso. I, I thought <laughs> I, I don't I didn't maybe I, I don't think I picked anybody for that fight, but I definitely thought that was more close than it um, than they. Grasso's a very skilled striker. Yeah, like very, she's and, and she, she was sharp that fight. She, she looked sharp. She hits hard as hell. For her frame yep. too, because Macy Barber looked, she looked she, like she, she had, dude. Yeah, she fought one. She fought Jamie. Yeah, no, yeah, and, yeah, and no. they were saying that she looked ginormous in the cage she compared looked, to her. She, looked, I, I, I wasn't on the team for that fight, but yeah. um, she's a big girl. Yeah, she's for she's that class, class, and she hits like a truck. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but Grasso, I think, just showed the the levels of of striking and yeah. being sharp and that. Don't think that should have been the main event or the co-main event. I know. Though. Maybe Gaslam. That's a high level fight. That love but it's they, it's, it's the chicks they sell, you know? Yeah, yeah well, they sell. So, Gaslam and, and Ian, um, I picked Gaslam on that fight. I wanted Gaslam to win because I like him a lot, and I think he, yeah. you know, he's had some fights that have pushed him back, obviously. But the level of fighting that he showed against Izzy just yeah, goes to show you how good he is as a fighter. Yeah. Um, so, he played it safe. Not safe, but he played it safe in, intelligently, mm-hmm. I thought. He wrestled instead of being all, all striking. Yeah. And I thought he did a great job. Yeah, same. You agree? Well, he, yeah, I definitely agree. I, I'm, I'm not against wrestlers at all. Like you know, most casual fans, they just want to see yeah. MMA fighters bang. But I come from a wrestling background, so you know, a wrestling in a fight or good transitions in grappling, I enjoy watching that just as yeah. much as I watch two people, you know, going shot for shot. I enjoy that type of stuff. Um, but in Gaslam's case, didn't isn't he on like a wasn't he on like a two fight losing streak, yeah. three fight losing? Yeah. So you know he had the it was for him it was just going in there and getting a win and getting back in that right. win. Get column. the confidence back. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but it was cool that he got the confidence back in a in a skill he's usually not showing. Yeah. yeah. Because it's you look more well rounded, you feel mm-hmm. probably better about yourself because hey, I can finish it obviously on my feet. I can you know because his last fight I think he lost because he got uh, yeah I don't even remember something with his leg yeah something though yeah but it was like in the first round in a couple seconds and Mm -hmm. he was like seriously you know who else Uh, was on that card um so we had let me I gotta cheat Uh, I remember um Simone and so Ricky yeah Ricky Simone who I've called Simon forever but apparently it's Simone (laughs) (laughs) versus Kelleher Kelleher's a, a CFFC guy yeah um that was a good scrap I enjoyed watching that one who else? Simone's good, and and he uh, his last loss was Faber, wasn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. he got finished with Faber. He's a badass. Yeah, he's a, he's got a very yeah. high level. Record. And he went up in weight, I think. Yeah, that was at forty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he used to really mm-hmm. kind of shred down for his other fights. So maybe that was a good. Oh, okay. And then the first fight of the of the of the main event was uh, Cuban Missile Crisis. Is that what he's called? What he calls himself? The big guy? Marquez the, versus uh, Maki. Who Maki's a CFFC yeah. guy, apparently. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I remember that fight, man. I was tired. I was just sitting there just like, come on, I just want the yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that Well, what my takeaway with that was, so apparently Marquez hadn't been, hadn't fought. He was very inactive. And um, he goes in there. He fought, he fights. He wins. He pulls it together because uh, he looked like he was going to possibly lose. And uh, and then he calls out Miley Cyrus for Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, Day. yeah, and yeah. Did and you then, see Miley Cyrus respond? Yeah, of course. She's got to shave his chest. Yeah, yeah. And then he responded back. Um, Only if you get the Cuban Missile Crisis I over your belly this. button, like no. like Tupac. Really? <laughs> Hashtag I didn't even thug, see that. thug Life. That was funny. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, it's 
that's the type of thing that makes it silly. It's get your followers, but up, it gets man. your followers. Get you get you a fan base. Yeah, especially when it's innocent like that. It's mm-hmm. not anything negative or whatever. Yeah. Um, so there's fights coming up this this uh, this weekend. Yeah. Fight night. Uh, fight night. Curtis Blades and um, Derek Lewis, right? I love. Yeah, Derek. the main event for I that is Derek my Lewis. teammate Pat Sabatini. I don't really care about anybody else. I was just I know, him go in there and get the finish. Yeah, and Chris Dawkins fights. Oh yeah, Dawkins fights. Too, so I would so like to see that. There's a lot to watch. I'm on. I'm mostly excited about Pat. You know, he's yeah, dude. He's been kicking my ass every day for the last year. I try to reach out to him. So. We had talked about getting him on, but I try to reach out. I know, super last minute. Yeah. I, I I'm very considerate for you you guys needing time to focus on fighting mm-hmm. and not come on shows but yeah. still i gotta try I yeah gotta i think shoot. he leaves like today or tomorrow i figured anyway, yeah so. i figured but um do you know any background story on how he got the call and what happened there? um so i'm he's been ready to get the call for yeah. since for like probably a couple years now um but no i think they just called i was at the job we were at team taino's okay um, we were all doing jujitsu there and rob was there uh and pat was teaching the class he was teaching jujitsu and, and then Rob called him over and was like, there's somebody on the phone. And I guess it was Sean Shelby, Shelby. or somebody. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who it was. But, yeah, he was like, I guess he asked him if he wanted to fight. And then he stepped on the scale. He was like, yep, I'll take it. And then that that's. What a cool moment, man. Yeah, man. Hey, are those I, the type of things that pump you up? Yeah. Well, he's not the first person that I've seen get called to the UFC on our team. Uh, okay. I was there when Jeremiah got Jeremiah Wells. He mm-hmm. got called when we were down in Mississippi. Um, I was on the team when Pat, or when Brady got called up. So I, I, I've. I've been seeing guys get called up, but yeah, it was pretty cool because me and Pat are tight. Like he's became one of my one of my closer friends on the team. Uh, all quarantine, I before even when I'm trying to think when did when did the quarantine start? March. Like March. Yeah. So at first we weren't training at all, um, but then it, it got to like it was me, uh, Daniel, Coach John, and then it was just like me, Pat, and then maybe like one other guy, like my teammate. Just Will. working together. All yeah, time. and then it was just like direct attention on us and like pat is he's a high level martial artist you know he's not just a a mma fighter he's got a black belt in jujitsu he's got a black belt in karate i think he's a he's a high level sambo guy division one wrestler so that's somebody that huge arsenal yeah he he can teach you you'll never be able to stop learning from him he has so much so much knowledge on martial arts that that and and then daniel and, and then daniel gracie and then our other coach john it was just like that was probably one of the best times of my life. Like, in 50 years, I'm going to look back on, yeah. on that. And realize then, who you were yeah, with and, and what was, you were doing. It was, it was, that, honestly, the quarantine was, I loved it. I, I loved it, you know. I, I got so much better. I got, it was great, you know. I, I loved it. But It's almost like you had complete focus on just mm-hmm. what you were doing. I was actually a little bit sad when we went back to the regular training because, like, I was learning so much. You know, we were going live, sparring. Like, um, like wall, like wall MMA, just and with Daniel and John, just like literally just telling us every single time, every round. So it's, you either you can't not learn when they're right, when right, they're right. sitting there coaching you like that. It was so a good super times. high level yeah, of training I, I, right there. I would love for it to go back like that, but I mean, I doubt it will. But um, so as far as like being a Philly Jersey type fighter, is that something that also kind of motivates yeah, you? Yeah. So so that's another thing with the kid Christian. He he represented Philly, South Philly, and his fan base was like. It was jumping. Yeah. Tag him in this too, because yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been, I've done a couple podcasts and we haven't, I haven't really brought his name up, but he's a well, high level Let's get him on. Let's get him on here, man. He, I'm sure he would. I'm yeah. sure he well, would. Both of you can come. But on. um, so the Philly thing, yeah, Philly or Philly at fighting is just you know it's notorious in the world. You got Rocky, you got Eddie Alvarez who comes into the gym with us every once in a while, and yeah, I would. I, I'm not from Philly, you know, I'm from New Jersey, but 
I would love to like have that that crowd behind me, that Philly yeah. fighting crowd, and it's and like nothing else. The history behind it, yeah, yeah. It, it 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 makes it a little bit sweeter, you know, being from this area and being able to like I can't say I'm from Philly, but I can say I'm fighting out yeah. of Philly, yeah, you yeah. know. And our gyms are in the trenches too, like EFC is in, it's on Kensington Ave, you know, it's in the trenches. Mm-hmm. And there's oh, crackheads yeah. right outside doing <laughs> Kensington, drugs, you know? baby, yeah. but it's coach john knows he knows how to he knows how to work hard and he's got the right mindset and yeah him and daniel and jonathan and all our coaches are gonna we're gonna be a super team we're gonna be like one of these i can't American wait for you right we're like we, yeah. we already are start you should see this the sessions man there's so many people in there now um i could kind of sucks you know because there is so many people yeah um but we got our core, core group um yeah. but it'd be cool when it's like re- recognized mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, it's gonna AKA be. and all those people. But I'm, tr- I'm trying yeah. to think of what is it? High. There's so many. Sanford. There's. Well, what's the Tati. Izzy one? The high. Uh, um, that's uh, shit, City yeah. Kickboxing, I think. Right. Yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna be like that. That's that's kind of one of the ones. Yeah. Yep, because we got we got Brady in the UFC now. Sabatini, um, Felder. If you want to count him yeah, on our team. Um, yeah. And then there's just so many of us like that are amateurs and early pros that are gonna be fucking yeah. good. Like we can have a lot of chance. Like I really think we can have like five six champs in the ufc like, well jonathan was saying that like the even the young guys who are yeah. like it's yeah, just, i'm like one of the young guys you know i'm the like probably the youngest guy on our team that's a fighter yeah there i can't think of anybody else that's as young as me um and and i'm probably the least experienced too but right. i'm pretty high well, level he spoke too. very well of yeah his young and there's team. there's so many there's miles lee who's he's a savage he was a really good wrestler he he gets finishes there's me this guy james lyons is He's, I think he's like eight and two or ten and two with ten submission finishes or eight submission finishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Tucker, he's a yep. solid striker. Um, I don't, I don't know anybody else that I can think of off the top yeah, of my head. It's but a there's, hu- it's a huge list. So many guys that are like gonna be, we're gonna be in the UFC and, and uh, making I, a noise. I want that. I can't wait to hear that credit being mentioned. Mm-hmm. You know, by the Rogans or by the people. You know, yeah, it's gonna be great. Bringing up the the gyms and how 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 you guys have obviously been putting into yeah. work for a long time in order to get to that level. Um, so real quick, who do you have between Blades and, uh, and the Beast? Probably, probably, uh, Curtis Blades just cause he's more right. well-rounded. Yeah. Um, but you know, puncher's chance. Yeah. You know, who knows? I like the Beast, man. I, uh, I'll take him on yeah. this one. Another, uh, another solid thing. I want to touch on this too. Just yeah. cause I, I, there was a couple of points that I wanted to bring up when I was just yeah, thinking about true. coming on. Um, my manager, who he's from Tajikistan, it's uh, Discipline MMA. Tag them too. Okay. Um, they, we, he's he's doing big things for our team. You know, he's partnered up with CFFC and Rob. And um, there's so many fighters from overseas, like Tajikistan and places that we most people probably never even heard of yeah. that are literally savages, like guys that would knock me out cold. Like um, I can't even say their names because there's a lot of them and their names are like. Like foreign mm. as hell but there's so many guys and they're coming over soon uh there's a couple of them that are coming they're going to be fighting on cfc cards um and they're going to be training with us and these guys are they've been doing martial arts since they were like two or three years yeah over there that's their that's, national sport i right, think mma everything. is their national sp- I, that, I might be wrong but i'm pretty sure it's one of their like big big sports so yeah. all them guys have been doing it for years and they're all going to come train with us and we're going to pick their minds and this guy has connects with mj he has connects with like like uh habib's like team and habib yeah. and uh, people out in dagestan and it's gonna be good that's important he's, man bringing those guys over here and yeah he he's gonna help build this super team and we're gonna have knowledge from all over the right. world well it's like the guys who would go to thailand to to mm-hmm. you know to train over there for a little yep. bit and kind of gain a lot of the 
the grit that those fighters, yeah. a lot of the shin yeah, conditioning. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's cool. That's good. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be dope, man. He's doing good things for our team. And he's helping us out a lot. He's helped me, helps me out a lot too. You know, great guy. And that's your manager, you said? Yeah, okay. he, he's my manager. But where it's not really, we don't have like that type of manager relationship. And he also has this. Like I was saying, it's like a it's like a family type of thing. Yeah. It's not it's not manager good fighter. interest in yeah, you. Yeah, it's not like just... it's it's we're friends, and he's really close with like Daniel and John and everybody too. Like Saturday, we were all together watching. That we were at Daniel's house watching a fight. Yeah. So it's not it's not like a typical relationship that you know a fighter has with their manager or which is good because at this point you don't have to worry about like no. are you getting you know. Are you getting tricked into a bad negotiation or a bad? Yeah. Co- you know what I mean. You yeah. can kind of focus on what on what you do best yeah, and, just, and let them yep. handle everything else. Yep, that's very true. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Anything else you want to chat about? I mean, uh, I think uh, we've covered a good amount. Not that I can think of anything. Anything you got? Uh, no, man. I really wanted to kind of get to know uh, where your last name came from. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. Uh, I told so you funny. a little bit before, yeah. but nah, yeah, it's, it's 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 cool to have you on, man. Because I think you know. I'm doing the best I can to get this show to, 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 it's, you know, I think it can be, I think so too, you know, I, at, I was, at whatever level. Who was I, ta- I was talking to somebody about, about your show and just like your, your social medias and everything looks very, very like well put together. It doesn't yeah. look like a little rinky dink podcast. Right. You know, it looks like a, a high level podcast with, and you've had nothing but high level fighters on, you know, I'm probably the, the weakest link you've had so far. Listen, man, don't uh, care. Yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm not, I'm <laughs> but but see, that's so that's so that's so well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Um, so a lot, I maybe I don't know. The, the, the internet world's weird. I don't know. Um, I what I do for a living, I'll, this is not what I do for a living. This is what I do because I really do enjoy it. So, what I do for a living is creative stuff. So, obviously, I know the highest level of you know, yeah. video, you know, and all this other stuff. So, I try to put together a really good product, and I, good, I'm man. hoping that that helps take it to another level. But the fighting, the guest aspect, um, like I would love it if five years from now, people say that you who are now in the UFC and everybody does know you, the first, one of the first, and a lo- yeah. like a local show. Yeah, that's why I'm, you always, know? I'm always willing to come on podcasts and, and, and talk, to, talk to people like you. A lot of people are like real shy about that type of stuff. They don't like getting in front of the camera. I, I understand the aspect of, of growing growing your like social media and growing your following and stuff like this is exactly what you need to do yeah. you know well i think we get, all need it i mean I, yeah I, we but i know it. people on my team that aren't really like my one friend manny morales tag him in this too because his dad <laughs> is always messaging me yeah. telling me get on him about you know so because everybody sees that i i really take my not that i like social media but i take it serious yeah. i actually fucking hate social media yeah. if i did i deleted my twitter I, I you know if i yeah. could delete instagram and everything i would but i understand that work. you need it you know like yeah. especially in this sport you can if you grow a big following you grow big followers and you get fans and that's how you're gonna sell tickets yeah. and that's how you're gonna you know sell merchandise that's how you're gonna make money so i understand that part of it but this man manny get on your shit dog come on the show because he don't like For doing sure. this type of stuff he don't like posting pictures and stuff but but his dad's always messaging me, tell him to like, get on his grown and stuff because it really helps. It opens doors for you that, you know, having a little, having 200 followers, yeah. it's not going to open it, you right. know? Well, it's controlling who you present yourself as yeah. too. You know, you have exactly. complete, complete exactly. direction of your image at an early stage. Yeah. So, you know, you can be real trashy that's, with it and put whatever you want. Point. That's another great point, actually. Or you can really care and post quality yeah. photos and post quality, yeah. you know, content and stuff like that. Uh, but it's hard, dude. It's, it's definitely Especially hard. For, for, like, for me with this thing, like, I wish it was as easy as everybody 
who sees your stuff, yeah. repost it. Yeah, people tags will never it. People understand don't that. Do it. People, even in anything, that's in anything in life, and fighting and, and and what you do. No one sees the what's going on in the background. They're only seeing what I'm posting yeah. on my social media. They don't see, you know, they don't see the the blood, sweat, and tears yeah. that you're putting in, or the hours that you're staying up yeah. late, you know, to make this show good, or for me and to you know build my fighting and and build my skills. They don't see that. They just yeah. see what you're putting out there, and that that is what sucks about social media because it's like. For me, for an example, if I just fight, I have right. thousands of people in my messages liking my pictures, commenting. Yeah. But this year layoff that I had where I'm coming off a loss, nobody wants to show me love. Everyone. Right. But that it's part of the game. You know, yeah. there's ups and downs and you gotta you gotta understand that and just keep consistency is always the biggest thing for me. Yeah. If you're consistent with anything, it'll pay off and right. working hard. If if you're consistent and you work hard in the long run, whatever it is, it'll pay off. There's so, so I'll give you a little insight into, which I don't think I've ever spoke, you know, spoke about, but like, you're so welcome. this is not what I do. You're welcome to the fans for getting the inside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I don't know. Maybe somebody digs, digs the kind of the, somebody the work that goes, somebody you know, some, I'm sure, I'm sure somebody into production fan, or somebody who some, cares. Yeah, exactly. Someone wants to start their own podcast yeah. and they get to see So this. I'm, I'm a big fan of podcasts. Like I, I, Same. I, listen to I, them every day. You, I actually don't watch many podcasts. I listen to them, uh, on, on Spotify and, and, um, and whatever, Apple, uh, iTunes stuff. But, when I started doing this, I wanted it to be at a ever, you know, at a very high level, easy to access all this stuff. But so, but it's a video podcast. Yeah. It's a lot easier if it's audio. Yeah. Video podcast. Not only do you have to have a, a space, it has to look good. Yeah. You have to have multiple cameras, right? Microphones, everything. And the whole deal. It has, cause it has to sound good. It has to look good. Mm-hmm. Well, so then I spend, it was, now it's getting a little bit of traction, which is great. But the hardest part is getting in connecting connecting with you guys yeah. reaching out people dismiss a lot of you know and i get it i you know who's this guy just randomly mm-hmm. you know kind of reaching out but so that's that takes up a lot of time trying to connect to you know good people to have on the show so then not only that but then you shoot the show and then you got to edit the show so yeah. i do i do all this stuff myself nice. so i edit the show so i'll probably edit it tomorrow or at some point i work for for you know yeah, i'm busy not counting i'm not here day job, so you know, i i'm busy i got two that. kids yeah. you know um, but I love this thing. So it's fun. I'm not complaining about it. But my point being is that like, so it takes the shooting, it takes the editing. That's all easy. That's all fun for me. Mm-hmm. However, then <laughs> you post it yeah. and nobody's going to see oh, it unless me, you know. jump on it yeah. and you go on social media and then you drop some clips and you get people to retag you. And then, you know, it's so, it's so. And then you got the haters that are like, oh, this man's always posting on social media, blah, 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 Dude, blah. I hate tagging people. It makes me feel needy. I don't want to yeah. do it. But I, I want people to see it and hopefully cares. share it. So you have to. Yeah. Uh, um, sometimes I'm like, these these people, like, I am not in the place right now to be, like, bothering anybody. Yeah. But I feel like I am, so I feel bad if anybody feels like I over-tag them. But so you got to post this stuff, make it interesting, make it look pretty, make it look consistent on social media so it feels, you know, to a certain level. Yeah. And then um, and then hopefully people it like yourself here, take it, yeah. repost it, share it, and then, you know, you slowly, gradually build somewhat of a following. But anyway, my point being is, I think it's cool to have a local show that's hopefully at the at the highest level where we're gonna get there. And it's um, the best podcast I've been on, you know, every podcast I've done, it's I'm on the phone, you know, yeah. recording on my phone. Yeah. I got a podcast on YouTube where I'm I'm out in the parking lot about to go fishing, yeah. sitting in my car. So you know, and your studio is sick, you know, everything in here looks good. And then 
on the video it looks good as well you know and the the, the cameras are good the microphone's good yeah. everything everything is sharp you know I, and i enjoyed watching the podcast i've watched i watched the one with rob i watched the one with the show and i watched the one with jonathan yeah i watched the one with jamie and and they're good podcasts you know i enjoy it i i mean i think you guys have such cool stories <laughs> that that we can that we can yeah, hopefully I share can and people enjoy it too i there's a bunch of stuff you know that in my and i've only been fighting for I had my first fight. I want to say 2019. I think it was 2019 in April. Yeah. But there's, it's been a crazy ass ride. Just you know, the past two years of, of my life, and I'm still only an amateur. You know, and I'm yeah. about to make my pro debut. But, but people don't, people don't know all that, <clears throat> all that work that I put in. Yeah. At first, when I started fighting, you know, nobody thought I could be a fighter. You know, nobody. No, no one that. And at that point, you know, I wasn't even really close with the people in my gym. You know, my friends were still people that I went to high school with. Yeah. You know, my ex girlfriend's friends. That's that's the type of people that I hung out with, and they they laughed at me. You know, yeah. my first fight, I think I went in there and cracked the guy once, and I just took, wrestled the entire time. My second fight was pretty good, um, but at first, no one believed in me. You know. Yeah. And, and that's how it's gonna be. Like I'm sure for for you, no one believed in you at first. Yeah. But if you just keep fucking going, keep yeah. putting in the work. Well, somebody they'll, they'll somebody they'll made a comment. Or post, um, I forget who it was. It was something about being like fair weathered. What I don't know. Point B, basically, what I took away from it is I've done a million things in the past, video wise, mm-hmm. um, and some you know some have gotten to wherever, but um, others haven't. And what I took from that that was was cool was you don't want to do something when it's convenient. Yeah. Because if you really want something to to work right, you got to do it even when you, when it's hard. Yeah, when it sucks. So when it sucks, right? So then I kind of took that mindset and I've applied it to, to a lot, but especially to this show because it's so easy for me to say, you know, I don't like really being on camera. I do it more mm-hmm. so I have to have the conversations, right? But it's so easy for me to be like, eh, I don't have a guest this week. Maybe I should just, mm-hmm. you know, wait till next week or, um, you know, it's, it's fucking ice outside. Cold as hell. It's going to be impossible to get there. Yeah. I got a million other things I got to do and being like, ah, let's just bail on this week. Yep. But now you can't, right? Because yep. it's, if yep. it was easy... It's crazy how you can just like connect anything in life. Like we, our fields are absolutely nothing like, you know, what, what is it? What is it exactly that you do? Like, what is it called? Uh, it's production. It's video production. production okay, but so yeah. production, like, and well, I guess it does kind of correlate because, you know, you need production in MMA, but like, no, but it's two different. All the yeah. examples you just said, like it's too icy outside that snowstorm that was when it was fucking coming down, you know, I could have, I could have sat my ass inside. And this also goes, this is another point I'll bring up after, but I could have sat my ass inside and, and, you know, played Xbox all day with, with Christian and that's, yeah. who I, that's who I game with, but I could have sat my ass inside, but I, you know, I, during the pouring snow i got my ass to the gym there was probably five of us in there i got my ass there you know when i wake up in the morning i today actually i woke up feeling like shit you know monday i gotta go to the gym uh my stomach was hurting i just wanted to go back to sleep but what did i do i got up you know i made myself a good breakfast i meditated i I took my i took my supplements and stuff and i got to the gym early and i got a little extra work in that's the type of stuff that makes champions or that that makes successful business or successful production or anything and not too many people are willing to do that, you know. When people, when people start to feel like tired or like Monday morning, when people are tired, a lot of people will just, you know, hit snooze. Go you know, back it's to funny. Sleep. I never even thought about the Monday thing. So I, for yeah. some odd reason, I decided to to record these on Mondays. I love Mondays. See, I tell but it works I love because Mondays. it sets you up for a good week. Yeah. See, I tell everybody. Everybody always looks forward to the weekend. You know, to, everyone works till Friday, gets off, they get fucked up on Friday, go go out again Saturday. They're all hungover Sunday, and, and it's like fuck, it's Monday. Yeah, Monday I yeah. hate the weekend. I like Saturday because we spar and then we usually go out with the yeah. team or something. Man, I hate Sundays. I literally sit at home. My coach, I get yelled at. I got, 
I, I was pretty overtrained like like two, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Everybody was yelling at me. Sean Brady was texting me, yelling at me, stop training as much. Everybody. But them Sundays, it's, now it's like they make me, like my coach will call me like four times, like, yo, you didn't do anything today, right? I'm like, yeah, they want you to I'm chill. sitting here. Yeah, but yeah. I don't like doing that. Like I, I hate the entire day. I'm just sitting there like not doing anything. Like I, I want to, I want to, and I enjoy being at the gym. So it's like, right, that's your it's life. Like I it's there. almost yeah, like you have I, I hate the weekends. Right. I look forward to Monday because it's yeah. like, all right, another week of training. And then, then Saturday gets here. I'm like, fuck, now I got to sit here and be bored for the, until Monday. But that, that's, that's what, um, that's what people say. Like when you know you love something that you're doing, you know, you look forward to Mondays. You're not, you're not yeah. dreading that Monday. You're looking True. forward to it. Yeah. So we'll continue to do these on Monday and releasing them throughout the week. At some point, I hope to be able to have a day for release every single week. Yeah. It's just kind of hard right now. Yeah, because, I bet. But you got to like, edit it and all yeah, that shit. It's, yeah, and it's sometimes it's just, right, how much time do I have to, to yeah. put but this I mean, together? you've been getting them out, what, the next I've day? I've been trying to be time? consistent yeah, with I, it. I yeah. noticed. I, I and noticed I, I'm sure. trying to sharpen up the, the workflows to make it that way. Yeah, so, I like, I completely changed the way I edit it now. And uh, I actually even switch softwares and everything yeah. just to... To just really kind of nail down the the format and crank them out as soon as yeah. possible. So that also give it a week to, so people can watch it before the weekend. Yeah, they so. they good podcast. It's a work man. in progress, man. Yeah, it's, you know, it's good we'll shit. get there. It's good shit. It's good so shit. The, the goal is to keep on getting you guys to yeah to come I, I in can, on and I'll talk to some teammates. I can get them in. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to tell my coach, Coach John, that we need him on. Doesn't know, man, he'll kill you. He, you think Deshaun was your funniest? Friend? He's the funniest. Let's get guy it on. Call him out right now. So, you know, John, get on the fucking podcast. I already told you once. Get on here, get on here. I told him. I told him. I was. I was showing him your uh, your Instagram and everything. Yeah. I was like, yeah, Rob even got on. You know. Yeah. And he's he's real tight with Rob. We're all real tight with Rob because he comes in. He comes into the gym and everything. He's been at the gym all week with Pat. Yeah. With the UFC and everything. But I've been telling John to get on. Like he does a good podcast. But yeah. John's the type of guy. He doesn't. He doesn't care about the exposure. Like he doesn't yeah. care about. It's not even about the exposure. It's about the fun conversations. I think. Yeah. You know. Well, it's he, like, well, he would enjoy that, but yeah. he he. I told him to get on because you do a good show. Like I've yeah. shown him your Instagram and how everything's like nicely set up. Everything looks official. And he was like, "Man, I don't give a fuck about exposure. Like I'm just here to make you guys good." Which yeah. you know that's good to have, but yeah, it's of like course, of course. you can get paid, motherfucker. Get on the damn show and start getting your name out there. Yeah, listen, I think that's perfect words to end the show with. Yeah, so, John, right. get on. Everybody else, get on. John, too. get on. All I'm right. not playing with you no more. All right, appreciate it, brother. Wait, wait, wait. Is it still recording? Yeah, oh, yeah. Go for it. That's for somebody who knows who he is. Oh. I'm not going to say your name, Oh, when he watches, it's him now. Damn, I got to figure this out then. <laughs> All right, brother. Oh, man. Appreciate it. Awesome.